You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 95 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, this is the Efidi Odenabo yeah, well, episode. Jonathan Gilmore pronounces it horribly. I don't know what he said, but it was embarrassing. Yeah, I, we won't even try because I can't even butcher it that bad. <laughs> uh, but Efidi gets an episode. And, you know, just like Afidi, this game had, it had its ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, wasn't solid all the way through, but it, it finished well. Yeah, so. it finished real well. Uh, the the first first drive of the game, we, we got... We no, still, no, no, they we, went three we, and out. Yeah, they three and out immediately, correct? And then we had the long 13 play. Yeah, because we got the ball right after half, right? Yeah. yeah. Because then we proceeded to fumble it. Yes. Um, yeah, we had the long drive with the Kirk scramble. Yeah. Um, I listened to that in the car with Paul Allen because I was coming back grabbing some food. And nice to hear old Paul Allen. He does a good job. Yeah, he does. I, I, I do like occasionally listening to Paul Allen turning it on, like yeah. going one place or another. It's always nice, like just coming back from half, you know, you're on your way home or like just yep. to start the game. It's like, all right, start with Paul Allen, get me pumped up, and then. I got to get like a way to listen to him instead of the announcers because they keep handing us Jonathan Vilma. I'm just, it's going to, it's going to be tough to listen to. It, Next it, week is not Vilma though. So yeah, but on. it's tough to do that because the, the radio goes fast is. Yeah. It might not be synced up. Correctly. No, it's not because yeah. the radio, I don't know, but if radio was, was a little ahead though, you could like, or your TV was ahead. You could pause your TV and time it up. But yeah. Too bad. You can't like pause the radio. Yeah. Maybe there's a way. <laughs> I wonder if you use like iHeartRadio. I yeah. You can pause it. Oh, Good anyways, chat. you know, let's you know, well, stock Vikings. You know? Yeah. Anyway, so Paul Allen, uh, did you get to hear him call the touchdown then? The first yeah, drive? yep, yep. I walked down. It was already seven zip, and I think the Panthers had the ball back. So yeah, it was uh, thirteen plays, 60, 60 like seven yards, mm-hmm. I think. And it with the Jefferson touchdown. Yeah, we went it for it on fourth at one point, didn't we? Or was it just a, it was just a third? Yeah, it was third, third down. Shot. The t- touchdown was on third down. I believe yeah. Kirk had a scramble on third down. Oh. We played great on third down all day, and Kirk moved in the pocket well today. I thought or yep. Sunday. It's now Wednesday. Um, should we dive into Teddy's and Troy? Yeah, Maybe I think that's just a good way to go throughout the game. Yeah, it was um, a lot of ups and downs in this one. Yeah, first one I had, I just Kirk Cousins. I thought played really well again. Yeah, I think he had two throws that were bad. The one to Jefferson. Where it was like third and one, and he could have just ran it. Oh yeah. And he threw it like on a crossing route, and then like he did the little uh, like calm down motion, which I don't know if he meant to say to like Jefferson, like okay, you should have settled in like this spot, or if it was just like I gotta calm down because I yeah. just errantly threw that. But that one, and then another one on the sideline. Otherwise, perfect. Like he, I know he fumbled for touchdown, but like I don't know what that's what's he supposed to do there. The yeah. guy like perfectly like slipped his hand behind his waist, taps the ball out. And then Kirk came back and he was <coughs> avoiding pressure, like not panicking in the pocket multiple times. Would break the pocket, find a guy open. Yep, stepped up uh, a couple times, which was nice to see. Yeah, instead of just like melting back there. So, and then, quite a few times it was like, oh, he's about to get strip sacked, and then he just got it off. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's like inches from being a disaster, and he got it off. And then you know to lead the the final drive. Like, did I have any faith in that? No, I didn't. No, absolutely not. It was like, oh. Well, there it is. I mean, it was 24-13 at one point. I was like, oh, oh boy. There you go. Once twice, the game's over. I thought the game was over. And then we crawl our way back in, but we get the ball back with no timeouts left. It's just very similar to how we failed all year, you know, against the Titans. Couldn't get into field goal range against the uh, 
Who was last week? Cowboys. Cowboys. We didn't yeah. we just didn't get the We didn't go anywhere. Yeah. So like it just felt like it was probably gonna go poorly and it did not at all. He had one incompletion on that drive and that was in the red zone, the first yeah. play of the red zone. Yeah, he ended up with eleven straight income or eleven straight completions mm-hmm. at one point. I think that was I feel like that was dating back to the strip almost. Yeah, because like, yeah. we he didn't just throw, lights out after that. Like. Yeah, we didn't throw the ball very much. I didn't think and in the second half it like, was a lot of like pounding and just little mm-hmm. things and dunks. And credit to him, like it was one of those games where the run game was not dominating. Usually, it's okay. Is this gonna work? And then it was also a game without feeling. So you're just you got Jefferson, and then also no Irv Smith either. Yeah, so you're you've got Justin Jefferson and then bunch you of possessions. Yeah, and. You know? You know, not a lot of separation from the other guys. You know, mm-hmm. Kyle, BC, Chad, BB. They're not gonna. They're not gonna offer you much separation. Yeah. But they actually did. I mean, they, they all contributed quite yeah. a bit. Like BB had a bunch of catches. BC had catches. Rudolph had catches. Like Kirk, you know, he found the open guy. And kept making plays. So. Yeah, and that uh, that that game winning drive to cap it off the touchdown to BB. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just a, a gorgeous pass. He throws it over the linebacker. Only where Chad Beebe could get it. Yeah. It um, was the whole drive. He was absolutely lights out on that drive. So, and, you know, I don't know about the whole three man pressure sitting back in zone. Maybe switch that up. I don't know if that's what you want to do against Kirk. I feel like pressure him and strip sack him. That's what I'm doing against Kirk. Yeah. In an end of game situation, I'm, I'm trying to pressure him and get the ball. They decided to sit in an eight man coverage. Three man pressure, and he just picked it apart. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, just just don't let him get behind you." Well, that's really not what you like. You want Kirk to try and throw a deep ball there. Yeah, probably throw a pick. The only one that he really the first play to Jefferson was a pretty long pass, and that was almost stripped. Yep. And he got that off on like a little uh, comeback towards the sideline, and then the Rudolph one where it like they ran like a I don't know. I mean, it's too deep with a bunch of guys underneath, and they all just stayed at like around the first down marker. And Rudolph and BB both just were like, okay, we'll just keep running. Uh, and they're both wide open on the play. Like, I, so that was, it, it just put pressure on him. What are you doing? I mean, that, just don't just give him chunks of yards repeatedly. That's what Zimmer would do. I yeah, mean. I feel like they were playing like a cover six, like six deep and like yeah. two man, like just up front because he, he just had his way on that final drive. It someone, was perfect. Yeah, someone was saying that it kind of hurt them because they also didn't have any timeouts. So yep. instead of being able to call time up, like, all right, hold on, let's recalibrate what we're doing here. They kept having to have the same personnel. So it's like, all right, a three down lineman, I guess, and we'll just pick another prevent coverage. Yeah. Like you're kind of screwed. We're just rolling down the field. So Yeah, because we weren't we weren't getting out of bounds. We didn't have to get out of bounds. No. I mean, we had was it over two minutes or did they when we got it? Yeah, did we get the no, two? We minute had one? it was under two minutes. It was the two minute two was on there when they were right by the goal line. Was that their third down play then? Like right uh, yeah, right before because I feel like we had, clo- so we had like we had a minute close. fifty something. Yeah, it was close. But there to was going to be no t- chance to stop the clock, and we ended up scoring with like forty seconds left. But it's you know the first play did go out of bounds to Jefferson, and then it was like a chunk, a chunk, a chunk, and I was you know I'll spike it, and Rennie's like, nah, don't spike it, just go. And they did. They just walked up, called the play, another fifteen yards. You oh. know, so yeah, it's not like we were getting you know three yards here, four yards there. It was like yeah. 10, 15 yards of play. Because that's the ones that kill you. It's like don't throw a three yard you know where the running back goes out, turns around, and gets five yards. It's like that five yards is not worth the twelve him. seconds yeah. of lining back mm-hmm. up. And actually, it, the second play got out of bounds too because they called a little pick route to BB. Oh, he yeah. only got eight yards on it, I think. But like it was Jefferson out of bounds, BB out of bounds, and then chunk play. I think it was BB chunk play, Rudolph chunk play, and then you're already you're like already on the ten yard line. Yeah, it was it, it so, was impressive. We scored too fast. Like when we scored, it was like ooh, like right when we scored, you know, we're all jacked up down here, and we're like, oh yeah, and it's like 
Why do I picture them absolutely getting a field goal attempt? Yeah. Like, and drilling it. You know, like, I just, like, I was like, they're going to. They're going to move the ball. Right. And then you get the field goal block, which wasn't actually a field goal block. He's outsides. But when it happened, it was like, of course. Yep. Of course they're going to block the field goal. And then I think Vilmo actually was like, he's offsides. He's offsides. Matt Rule did not think so. Oh really? Oh, did you see him on the side on the sideline when oh, I had it? Oh, he on was, replay, he was definitely so. I guess in real time, maybe Matt Rule was like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, but yeah, no, like during the uh, yeah on the sidelines, he was freaking flipping out. out. Yeah, well, running after refs and shit. That's the typical. It's the smart thing to do because the penalty is so minor compared to the reward. Yeah. So it's like do do try to time it up like do the best you can to time that up i don't care if you jump off sides because what's the worst that's gonna happen five yards closer yeah Ooh, on an extra point they're gonna hit no matter what so it's like do it three times i don't care yeah you know just keep trying to time it up who knows maybe he pulls one yeah well that's what happened what was the other game where the guy went off sides he blocked it was that titans game and then bailey you know it looked like he was worried about the pressure and he fucking shanked it was that titans game i don't know it's been a rough special teams all year uh so yeah anyways kirk Lights out. He's been lights out. It's weird. Like One he's a good quarterback. Like I don't know. Like I know he's not an amazing quarterback, but what do you? I know. What do you do with him? You just and keep him, and right? I was yeah, just, like I was just gonna say, you know, and when things are going great, you know, things when he's got everything going his way, he plays really well. But you know, last this last game, nothing was really going his way. Out is uh, his best receiver. Run uh, game wasn't working. Run, Cook got hurt for most of the third quarter. Defense. I mean, I, actually, the defense played well. Two de- defensive touchdowns. But even that, like, the picture. to give up two defensive touchdowns, and, yeah, one is kind of Kirk's fault, but, like, to come back from that and not just, oh, I guess we're going to lose. I don't know. He played really well in bad circumstances, which is usually what we say he can't do. And he also did that kind of against the Bears, too, because we talked about how, like, when the run game doesn't work, it just seems like the offense doesn't work. Yeah. Well, the offense has kind of been okay. I mean, it wasn't amazing in the Bears game, but... I think, and it wasn't amazing in this game either, but it was he was able to move the ball, which was nice to see. I think so far it's been Kirk's best year as a Viking. I'm not sure about his Washington years, but like that's just two examples of him being able to move the ball really well. And his worst games are Colts. Indianapolis and Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, Atlanta was pretty bad. He had the two bad picks. Or yeah. I think he had three in the game, but one was tipped. But like Yeah. I think and those I know his probably numbers is... probably aren't as good as like eat last year or even the DeFilippo year, but like he's had the Monday night win, you know, like this game, like games where he's came through more than in those other years, I guess. Yep. I don't know. It's, it seems like right now he's playing some of his best football ever. Yeah, he's definitely like stepping up when we need him. And like, mm-hmm. it, if Jefferson makes that catch on second down last week against Who knows? Dallas, yeah. like you, we might have gotten another one uh, yeah. just like this where maybe we score a touchdown or we hit a field goal and it gets to overtime. But, you know, we were deprived of that because as soon as Jefferson dropped the ball, it was like, oh, let's rush six. They're only uh, keeping in five. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what they did. They pressured him and we got... Yep. Right we up got the screwed. nose, too. Like, yeah. you got the three weakest guys on the offensive line, like... Right it's there. so weird because we like, like people don't like Kirk Cousins. Like even like, every time he throws a bad throw, like Ben was sitting here and it's just like, oh my gosh, this guy sucks. And it's like, okay, but besides that one throw to Jefferson, what has he done wrong? And yeah. he's bitching that you know he fumbled the ball and it's like, okay, like that giant guys coming at you, you fumbled it. Like you know, I don't know, Cook fumbled it too. How'd Matt Stafford play? Well, yeah, <laughs> probably not well. Was he playing? I don't remember. Yeah, it was not very. good. They got either. shut up by the Panthers, so you know, yeah, not great. But I also understand people want. A more dynamic. They want the best quarterbacks. I get it. So like, if we have a shot at one, so do it, I. But, yeah. Like, yeah. but 
for now, Kirk Cousins under contract. You could be Dallas. I mean, Andy Dalton, who's playing to. I mean, backup quarterbacks for tonight, Robert Griffin. Yeah, you know, like it, it's it, again. It's don't just take a quarterback because you don't like Kirk because there's you're probably gonna end up with. You'd be lucky if they're as good as Kirk. Yeah, uh, so. true. He's a good quality ball player. He's not. We're still. We're, we're always said it. He's right in that eight to twelve. Sometimes he has bad games. He falls back more towards fifteen. But oh. he's sitting there, and I, I don't know. Not many quarterbacks. I don't think could have taken this team from one and five to five and six. You, yeah, you know that's crazy. So what did we won? Four out of the five. Four of the last five. Yep, because we had three in a row going against Dallas. I mean, we said it like it was like you know. Even the weeks when we talked about, okay, it's maybe we can get a quarterback. We can end up in the top three and get a quarterback. Both of us are like, we'll probably end up more like seven wins. Like, I just, we're too good of a team. We're not good enough. I still don't think we're probably good enough to actually make a run in the playoffs. Yeah. It'd be fun to get there and see it. But, like, we're also not the Jets, you know? Which is really nice. Yeah. And we're I, not the Jags. And we're not even, like... I'd rather be in the hunt than tanking right now like yeah. every sunday going well vikings are on like and there's no guarantee one. like lawrence is probably the closest there is but like you could be the jets with sam darnold or giants with daniel jones yeah, wasn't sam, wasn't sam darnold like damn near consensus number one pick before the yeah. browns took well, baker number and one? baker hasn't looked good at all either i mean they're eight and three which is impressive but they're riding the run game now so. josh allen best was the best quarterback in that draft and he had the biggest question marks yeah so because it was josh rosen and Lamar Jackson also. Josh Rosen. Whoops. So, yeah, I mean, you draft a quarterback in the first round, you could be drafting Josh Rosen. They're not all guaranteed to be good. Yeah, it's just like you have a good quarterback. Dwayne Haskins? Both Dwayne, of them drafted three rounds higher than Kirk Cousins was. Yeah. I, I feel like it's just we talk about it a lot, but it's like people want to pitch about their starting quarterback. But what's the plan to go get a different one? Oh. Is it just draft ponder? Like I mean, that, maybe you draft a good one. You know, it's it's like you said, nothing's guaranteed. But like, you're guaranteed Kirk Cousins is going to be pretty damn solid over the course of a season. Is he going to melt down a few times? Sure. But besides the top guys, most of them have games where they collapse. There's what 32 quarterback opening, like starting yeah. quarterback jobs. 25 of them usually are like NFL worthy or NFL caliber starters. Mm-hmm. And the back back seven or so are like complete trash. Yeah, you know, like and like up. even that that like twenty to twenty five range, you're going, oh geez, like yeah. not a franchise guy, but I could do a little worse. Yeah, and and Kirk's a level ahead of that, so it's it's I don't know. And then people bring up like, oh, how much he's paid? It's like, okay, well, I don't care what the Wilfs give him. What's his cap number? It's like the twelfth highest in the league. Who cares? Yeah, twelfth highest quarterback. Yeah, yeah. which he, and even that. Bump him down a little bit because you got some edge defenders and everything in front yeah. of him. Like, just, and if you just talk quarterbacks, it's like, yeah, he's about where he should be. Oh. Next year, he'll be, I think it's 30-something. Yeah, he's good. He'll probably be the 10th or the 9th. Like it's, he's in that like 8 to yeah. 15 range. So mm-hmm. so it's it's. I don't think you can any longer call his contract like a big burden on our cap space. No, not when his cap hits sitting around 20 yeah. mil. Like you're probably going to be paying the same if you had kept Teddy around or if you had... I don't know, you know. Your new quarterback that you would be drafting is about to get paid a lot more than that yeah. if you would have drafted one. So Your only other choice is really Jordan Love. And I'm not ha- not taking that one. Yeah. Maybe that turns out that should have been the move. Who knows? Don't extend Kirk and take Jordan Love. And not have Justin Jefferson or... Yeah. Oof. Or glad... No, glad he was afterwards. 
Yeah, but we traded down from 25. We could have so taken Katie, you're taking Jefferson and Love? Yeah. So, like, that's – if someone were to come to me and say, that's what I would have done instead, and it turns out to be right, and well, it's like, okay, well, that was a very smart thing by you because I wouldn't have done it. Clearly, yeah. the Vikings wouldn't have done it, and maybe that's a big mistake. Maybe the Packers are going to look really smart as this dude becomes really good, or he'll mm-hmm. be trash. And then people will still bitch about Cousins, but not recognize that there was really not an alternative. Yeah, but, I mean – if Jordan Love turns out to be good, maybe it's because he sat behind Rodgers for three years and not just Kirk Cousins for one. Oh, you can learn a lot in her Kirk Cousins. For well, one. yeah, but yeah, I, I'm just saying <laughs> no, that no, it's no, a complete yeah, yeah. difference. Yeah, it's a different scenario. I mean, but if you're slinging it to Jefferson and Thielen, you better be good. Damn straight. Kirk uh, is. Kirk is. Okay, that uh, was a long first Teddy. Yeah, I, I hope Kirk. you guys enjoyed the Kirk talk. Yeah, uh, you know, we love talking Kirk, you know. So is that your... One of yours, no, too? No, I'll say mine's Jefferson. I got Jefferson on you. So mean, good. Yeah, he they played had, like they, a number one when he had to play like a number one. Two touchdowns. Yep, they had him. Uh, they had they had him bracketed, yep. safety over top, majority of the game, and he, he still produced. He, yeah, he didn't have you know like monster numbers that uh, you're used to seeing out of Jefferson, but seven for seventy and two. Mm-hmm. And he had like some clutch plays. The one where he got low and got it in. They called it incomplete. Then we challenged it. They switched that one. Like you know who he played like Adam. Thielen. I was gonna say that. Yeah, he was kind of. I've, He's probably playing the Adam Thielen role, yeah, you know, like he's running those. I mean, he's running those red zone routes. That one, uh, the little like in and zig. out, ridiculous. Yeah. You know, that wasn't even a perfectly thrown ball. He had to go back and get it, which is why he almost didn't score. But of course, he Kirk was it thrown in on the run, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I'm so glad we got him. Yeah, he, like it. A, it makes the Diggs thing sting a lot less because even though Diggs wanted out, it does suck to lose such a young, ridiculously son, yeah. good player. Um, but you just replace him with someone who's just as good. And he's cool as shit. Yeah, I like Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, you got, yeah. I feel like we won the trade just because, you know, seems like he wants to be here. He's younger and he's cheaper. You see it. Like, yeah, if yeah. you and ask me, like, we get more picks. Then, yeah, yeah. If it's like head to head, everything's same across the board, I'm probably taking Diggs. But like, I think I take Jefferson. Okay. Say they're both 20, say they were both 25. Same. I just like the length of Jefferson. Okay. They're both great route runners. They both got good hands. I think Diggs is a hair faster, and I think I, I'll take the speed and uh, the better route running. You think Diggs is a better route runner? Than Justin Jefferson? Yeah. I think Diggs is a better route runner than Thielen. Yeah. I feel like they run different types of routes a little bit. D- Jefferson seems a little smoother. Diggs is a little more like... Footwork. Yeah. He's crafty. And it's like he can... Uh, he's real agile in and out of his breaks. But yeah. they're like more sudden. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean... It's, Different ways of yeah, it's pick your poison on what yeah. you want. Like they're two different style receivers. Give me Jefferson's attitude though, so maybe that's the tiebreaker for me. Is yeah. like I like, but he's, I, I, I he's like a Dick. rookie that could change. Yep. Diggs wasn't I, I, real. And I and I, I I like I like Diva Diggs. Like I I like I like you know number one receivers who have attitude. Chad Johnson, Terrell. See, but I think Moss. Jefferson has attitude. I just don't think he uh, does so far has done anything that's like. Diva cause yeah diva ish like he gets up and he talks to Malcolm Butler he talks shit it's like, like AJ Green you don't put AJ Green up there with like yeah big like shit talking wide receiver being one of the better at his position but when you watch him you know he makes a big play he'll get up and a guy yeah, he's, he's, he's gonna look shit. at Cortland yeah. Finnegan and give him shit you know I I would say that was Andre the, Johnson wasn't that that was Andre Johnson yeah well I'm, uh, Finnegan was a bit of an asshole I'm yeah. sure AJ Green got in his face <laughs> too uh, it's like I don't ever think Jefferson's gonna rip his helmet off in the end zone. And get a flag. And that was very much a Diggs, like, he liked to take his helmet off to show off. Like, I don't know. It's definitely like, hey, I'm Stefan Diggs. Check it out. Like, with the miracle play, immediately, he's, like, standing on the bench. I loved it all. But, like, 
there were times where it hurt the team. And I don't, I don't know. Like even in the playoff game, I was rewatching some of the last year's playoff game and we're winning and Diggs is like, seems upset. And the announcers are like, now they got to worry about a receiver that's not getting the ball in a game they're winning. And it's like, yeah, we don't really need that right now. You know, I think they did replay that. And he was saying good things to Kirk, like just be you and stuff. But I don't know. I I just, sometimes I think he can cause problems, but then the Denver Bronco game, he basically took that entire game over and put the team on his back. So same with the Eagles game. Yeah. Well, the Eagles game is a blowout W. Yeah. That wasn't, didn't, Diggs had three bombs for yeah. a touchdown. Yeah, just good ball, though. Yeah. We were down, like, all by a lot, and Diggs, he got, like, the whole crowd fired up. Yeah, that's game. true. Um, but anyways, Catching Jefferson's everything. fucking awesome. Yes, he is. So that was my second one. I've got Eric Kendricks down. This guy gets a pick every week. He's so good at football. He's, like, I don't know. I don't watch Bobby Wagner much, but is this, like, what Bobby Wagner and Patrick Willis and all those guys were, are like every week? Like, is this what... Uh, like how much fun everyone has. You know what's him. interesting with Kendricks is he's kind of not. Maybe he's a little similar to Bobby Wagner, but like he doesn't have those big, huge hits like in the run game. Oh. But he's an absolute monster in coverage, and he does have a few plays in the run where he knifes through and he takes a guy down in the backfield. But oh. he's like the best pass coverage linebacker. Like it's ridiculous. And he's really good at his run fits. Like he knows yeah. exactly where he should be, and he gets there right on time. If he's not in the play, he's around the play. Uh, the pick that he had this week. I don't know these quarterbacks and throwing it right to him. Do they not think that he's as fast? Or? I feel like that's what it is. And like he just, he just, you know, he's looking ahead. He shuffles his feet. He turns, and all of a sudden he's just right in the throwing lane. And they're like, oh, he, he's already heading that way. And then he pivots right in the front of the ball. Yep. And it's not like he's super long and just getting his hands on it yeah. either. He's kind of like, is is like stout the word that you would? He's like, definitely not like like Anthony Barr has length where you would be like, oh, they just don't. They're not used to a six foot five. Linebacker, like oh. Kendrick's just a normal dude. Like, I mean, he's not a normal dude, but he's a normal. He's not. You know, he's, he's not a giant or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, and he doesn't have a huge wingspan or anything. So it is very strange that he's able to. It's just I feel like he just uh, has a great feel for yeah. where he needs to be and where the quarterback's going. And like, even I think the feel for the coverages versus the routes they're running. Like, he okay, de- definitely trust people around him too. Yeah. Where it's he doesn't try to make a play. Mm-hmm. He's, he yeah, he's not to. covering someone else's guy. Like this is definitely what's going to happen. No. Um, Eric, yeah, he's he got uh, the wind knocked out of him. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, I think it was and two weeks ago. Three, the Bears game, I think it was. Yeah, and it was like if we lose him, that, I think that would be the worst trouble. loss on the entire defense. Like Hitman's great and all, but I. Hitman, I like as of this point, right now, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Daniel Hunter's the number one loss, which we've yeah. been playing without him the whole fucking year. Um, but yeah, at this point, I mean, the safeties would be difficult because I don't know who the hell the backups are. Ah, Metellus, yeah, that seems like a problem. But who's the backup to, I mean, you know, Eric Olson and Troy Die basically, and then you throw out some random in the base, but oh, yikes, you yikes. can't lose Kendrick Hardy to safety. safety. Uh, Todd Davis, Todd Davis. There you go. Yeah, this guy's solid. He got four snaps one week. Uh, all right, so Eric Kendricks. I will go with DJ Wanham blocking the field goal. Yeah, that was that was big. That was huge. I mean, in the end, it obviously mattered because they lost by one. But it just felt like in the moment we were the wheels were coming off. They had just gotten both those touchdowns. We didn't. We punted it back to him, and then they were about to get a field goal, and we blocked it. So annoying that he blocked it. And it kicked off to the right, and we got it, and the kicker happened to be like right on him. Yeah. Like when does the 
kind of Joey Sly, like credit to him to like be there to tackle him. Just like, like see the ball and go, well, I got to go get it, prevent a bigger play from me. Yeah, here. most kickers I feel like would have been like blocked and just kind of like watched it or got confused. Like they're kickers. They're, they, no, they're, they're oh, shit. Yeah, like I'm not going to chase that guy down. Because like otherwise scoop and score. Like oh. there's nobody there and fucking Joey Sly tackles them. But I mean, two blocks last two weeks? Is that our only thing that we're good at on special teams? Eric Wilson had an extra point block, I think, yeah. the other day. Yeah, I think that's the only good thing that's yeah. happening. So, DJ Wanham, uh, it's like uh, somehow it translates like that he's going to be a good player. It was kind of like when Thielen was productive on special teams. It's like, uh, it's, even though you blocked a, f- a kick that has nothing to do with rushing the passer, it just seems like good players make good plays. Yeah, no, that's uh, that that's the thing about DJ Wanham, and you, you've talked about it before. You can just you can tell when guys belong in the NFL. Like maybe DJ Wanham isn't going to be. A star, or might not even be like an every down player, mm-hmm. but the man seems to make plays, and he seems to make plays when you need them. Like he's already a rotational defense end, oh. so even if that's the end of it, a fourth round pick, it's not, it's not a home run. It took a, fi- a it took a feedy what three years to get to he like got caught twice. Wa- yeah, to yeah. get to like the Wanham point. Yeah, Wanham is already there. Which yeah, yeah, he already looks better than Jalen Holmes did. He already looks better than you know. All these other DNs that have came through and, and, and left, but so you just think, okay, if this is just if if this is the, the beginning, you hope it could go even more. It kind of reminds you of uh, Brian Robeson, yeah, his first like couple of years, where mm-hmm. it was like, you know, he making plays here and there, and then I think he Edward- blocked a few kicks. I think he blocked a punt once too. Yeah, so. and then Edwards left. leaves, and yeah. it's like, well, you know, Robeson, you know, not a bad choice to just plug in and play. Let's see what happens then. Seem to be the perfect compliment to it, Jared Allen. It'll be interesting what they end up doing. Well, what's funny about that one too, before I say that I was gonna is like and then it was Everson Griffin. He was the guy making plays on special teams, always looked like a monster when he got in there, even more than Wanham, I would say. I mean, he was yeah. ridiculous. But he never got to start because it was always Robeson and Jared Allen. And then Jared Allen left and they gave him the full time role. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's a monster. It's like we've just been since the Ray Edwards pick. Like, Ray Edwards was a fourth-rounder that came in. Brian Robeson was a fourth-rounder that came in. Everson Griffin was a fourth-rounder that came in. Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter was a third. Third round came who in. Who came in. And now it's hopefully... One of them. Fourth round. be the fourth-rounder. So we're good at finding these guys in the mid-rounds, apparently. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that DN position opposite Hunter. Because do you keep a Fetty, who I think is a free agent? I think so. Or do you just go to Wanham? And then you have like Kenny Willickies and some of these younger guys like Hercules and. I think it all depends on, obviously the price of Afidi. Yeah. Which he hasn't been amazing. I have to imagine. No, but Stephen Weatherly got what two for fifteen, seven and a half mil a year. That's disgusting. Is that what he got? I think so. Oh wow! I thought it was something like that. I will say, and I think Afidi looked better than him last year. I didn't even see Weatherly. Is he not playing? He must be hurt or something. Okay. What an overpay that was. I mean, he is. He was a solid again, solid three rotational guy. Yeah. yeah, like if if DJ Wanham is if that's all he becomes, that's still a good pick in the fourth round. No, oh, because you're gonna get four cheap years out of him, and, yeah. then, and then hopefully you draft another one. Yeah. So uh, that's a position though where I could see them drafting someone high. Say that Miami guy fell to them, Gregory Rosu, yeah. and then you have Hunter and. Rosu and then Wanham's just a depth piece, like which could fine. easily happen, which is fine. Or you draft something else and then you go with Wanham and Hunter, and you, which is also fine. Fine. Uh, all right. 
Or that, maybe you make a trade for like uh, Yannick Ngakwe or something. Yeah, Yannick, like <laughs> Yannick Ngakwe. I was reading uh, a PFF article. They did their top 50 free agents uh, for this upcoming year. And Anthony Harris actually was like the sixth highest, which is interesting. But they had uh, Yannick Ngakwe was like, I don't know, in the 30s somewhere. Oh. And they just said like, well, in the right defense, he's really good. But he has bad run grades, and he's really good rushing out wide, like wide nine or like yeah, edge. That's what like Gus Bradley ran. Yeah, and it was eighty. His grade was like an eighty nine something, and then in any other situation, rushing was in the sixties. So it's like maybe he wasn't a great fit for our defense because yeah. we don't do that. Like we're a pretty standard four three front. And it seems like when he uh, when he did have his good games or his big plays, he did. Run and stand wide. up and stay out wide. Yeah, because they had well, to kind of like super alter fast. their defense. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He wins with speed, and he wins pretty much only with speed and around the edge. Like he's like we even when we got him it was like we didn't have like a ton of counter moves, and then he kind of was throwing some stuff in there. Maybe they were trying to teach him stuff. Yeah, but. he doesn't have a lot of like combos. Where yeah, like Demarcus Ware or Von Miller. He seems know. like he's would probably just be ideally in a three-four outside where he just rushes most of the time. You yeah. Know? So, but you know, that trade didn't work out. Whoops. Nope. Uh, Fire Rick just because. Fire Rick. Uh, so what do you got for I, I those I, had three I think of that's them. all I got. I had three of them. Kirk, Kirk Kendricks, and Jefferson. Yeah. Um, Anyone else stand out good-wise? I mean, I will say. Mike Zimmer, you know, coaching-wise, keeping, keeping everyone together. Like, yeah. I know it was 28-27 was the final, but two, 14 of those points, like, Mike Zimmer's defense did not give mm-hmm. up. He kept the defense on them. It like they they seem to have like kind of like longish drives, but you know we stepped up. We got third down stops when we needed them. Well, yeah, you interception in the red zone. You block a field goal, um, and you gave up a field goal on the very last drive. Which hard to say that's a good stop though because DJ Moore is wide open and Teddy just completely misses the throw. So like. It's hey. weird for Zimmer to like after the game to be like, yeah, defense stood strong. It's like, did they? Because that's a touchdown if you know Teddy just makes a throw. So you really you blew coverage. So, it, but it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. And yeah, even on the that's last just drive, the way. That's just the way the game goes. On the last drive, you gave up a field goal attempt. Like you can't do that. I know he missed it, and it was a long field goal. But like, you give up that throw right down the middle of the field, right off the bat. Oh yeah. Like there's no they timeouts got to in what, 45 like the 40 seconds or yeah, like, something like that. 40, so 45. honestly, like. To me, the defense played well, I think, overall. Like, that's a pretty good offense. I know it's it's not like people, I don't think, immediately go, oh, the Panthers. But, like, three really good wideouts, a solid running back, a, a quarterback who can make the throws. Like, And the offensive line is decent. And they pretty much, they you know, they had the one big touchdown where we basically sent the house and they called a perfect play. Drag route, Robbie Anderson gets right matched in up front on of the yeah. So, behind him, yeah. But besides that, what's... They score. That's their only touchdown they scored. Yeah, but you got to look at it like, okay, Teddy missed a throw, two throws to DJ Moore that were wide open touchdowns. How do you balance that? You know, like this would be a whole different. This would be a whole different mood if Teddy just hits DJ Moore in the back of the end zone after BB dropped that punt. Okay, but yeah, but but he didn't. But like, he didn't. Like we could do this for the entire season. Well, it's like we talked about with the Cowboy game. If Chris Boyd catches that ball. Yeah, everyone's like Cowboys are trash. Vikings are on a hot. Chris streak. Boyd had a good game. Yeah. I guess my my like mo is always to just be like level, like like you can't get that excited about it because you still almost blew it. You gave up a damn field goal attempt. Could you not do that? 
For the love of God, they had no timeouts. Like Fucking I get it. It was them. a fifty-six yard field goal. That's Joey Spies made them before. Oh, was it? No, that's well, yes, but also you're you're indoors. Like there's no win. Like it's not a tough field goal. It's. I, yeah. I mean, it's a tough Bailey field goal. Bailey made a fifty-three but, yarder before half. Yeah, and, so and like, Joey Spies didn't he hit a fifty-six the week before? Weren't yeah, they saying sure something he, like that? Yeah, he's. He's got a big leg. Yep, I mean, he's he got looked a bit, like kind of a joke the whole game, though. I mean, even that one that they said he made, but looked really weird on TV. But like, I yeah. guess I trust that the refs underneath it. Yeah. What? Well, well, I, I don't know. I thought he missed it. We all celebrated like he missed it, and they were like, "Oh, he made it." And then like you look back, and it's like, "Okay, I think it does cross in behind the pole, so I think he made it." And like, I guess that the ref looking straight up probably has a better view than like the TV. Which I is- think he was late looking up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I didn't see it." But so I, I just. I do think overall, the whole game, the defense played well. They, the, the thing that's kind of goofy, too, is that, like the two touchdowns up by Jeremy Chin, it sort of erases two drives by the Panthers. Yeah. So they, cause, so maybe they could have scored more because they would have had two more drives, but they immediately give us the ball back. But I think overall, they like I don't remember Curtis Samuel doing much, DJ Moore doing much, Robbie Anderson had the one big catch. Mike Davis was held in check for the most part. So like overall did good, but I'm not that excited about the end of the game. No, yeah, but kept us alive and yeah, we won the game. You take what you can, you know. Five, five and six after a one twelve and five weeks, start, yeah, yeah. And that does, like you said, credit to Zimmer to like the team could just fall apart. Like a lot of teams would be, you know, two and ten or whatever, and it's like, yeah. oh well, yeah, we were one and five. We packed it in. This team didn't pack it in. Yeah, and credit to Kirk too for you know being one and five and not caving or giving yeah. up this week we can go all right they went down 21 to 10 right after half yeah two defensive touchdowns like how, most like, how many times have we seen kirk just try to do too much or not do enough and just yep. go ah classic kirk you know down by 11 that's that's all she wrote yeah well, we can't play from behind you know offensive line can't hold up like we just i don't know it's a lot of defying what people think of this team which is good so yep and say even if we don't make the playoffs this year huge like season to build off of yeah i feel like it's it's again it kind of shows the reason why me and you would be like well let's just keep zimmer and spielman around because they're it, like nothing's gone right yeah and it's like you don't have the matt patricia stuff where like clearly people hate that guy you know like it, it just seems like this organization's well run okay we we Sometimes good teams go one and five. Not even good teams, like teams that are well run go one and five. I don't know. Like, yep. And like people like Afidi, didn't he get an opportunity to sign with the Eagles? Yeah. And, the he's, same, he's, and he's like, no, I'd rather uh-huh. go to stay with the Vikings. It seems like most of the time people want to come back. Anthony Barr and all these guys. Andrew Sandejo. Until we ran into the corners, who I think were all kind of like. Waynes was, got paid way more than he ever would have here, so he left. Rhodes, we cut. And Mac, I don't think Mac liked it here. It yeah, is what it think, is. He seems like Mac the one player that was like not a Zimmer guy. He just didn't. I, mean, I don't know. Sorry, is what it is. So, so, so we took Mac. Who was the first round pick that year? Was that Barr and Mac in the same no. draft? Mac's way later than that. Four four years ago. Yeah, it's uh, Hughes. No, wait, would that have been the same Bradford? No, there's Mac. a first round pick in that draft. The year before Bradford, then? We're going to find out. I'm Why do you ask? Was, I, I'm just curious. Just see what we did that year. I mean, Mackenzie Alexander was drafted like four years ago. It's not even yeah, that long ago. I know, but... Because he only played four years for us. He was in a high, like, high second round, though, you know? 
Um, so it was. That's the Carson Wentz draft. Does that help? No. Laquan Treadwell. Oh. So he's not that high of a second. Oh, I thought he's I... fifty-four. Tyler Boyd taken right after him. Cody Whitehair. Yeah, for whatever reason, I thought he was like uh, forty-three. No, I don't yeah. Know why. So he's. It's a bad draft. A lot of bad players, besides yeah. Michael Thomas. So we took Treadwell and Mac Alexander that year. Third round pick. Just do it for me since you're already on there. Was that the Daniel Hunter third? No, I don't think so. No, because I think we got Kendricks and Hunter. I don't see a third. I must have traded it. Must have traded it for a kicker. Well, we traded back. Anyways. Traded back, I'm sure. If you know, if I know Slick Rick, he traded back. Willie Beavers. Oh, boy. This isn't going well for Rick. No. That's a very poor We need draft. digs to pop up or something. Kentrell Brothers. I mean, oh. if you want a special no, team. No, I do not. Moritz Bowringer. Ooh. David Morgan. Okay, okay. There's a good poll. Steven Weatherly in the seventh. J. Ron Kirst in the seventh. J. Ron Kirst gets a lot of run with Detroit. Yeah. Uh, just on a side note there. Uh, and C.J. Ham is an undrafted free agent. That was a very bad draft. Yeah. Well, it's the Treadwell draft. I mean, that's that's what that's you how you just defy it now. Like you want to know, know you want to know what yeah. the Vikings' worst draft in the last ten years was the the Treadwell draft. Honestly, the best the best pick is probably. Mac Alexander, who's a very solid nickel corner. Yeah, it probably goes Mac then Weatherly, yeah. who was a seventh round pick, and then J. Ron Curse. J. Ron, yeah, J. Ron's a decent. Yeah, so that was. You can I even, just looked it up. That is, and we traded your third be, of the Dolphins. Your best selection out of there was your undrafted free agent C.J. Ham. Yep, and David Morgan's not a bad pick. It was a blocking tight end for you. No, years. but I'm still. I'd still probably put him or yeah, I'd like put at him four. Him. Yeah. What? Why did we trade two picks to Miami? A third and a sixth. Mm. Who did we get from Miami? For Miami's sixth and a third and a fourth in the next season. Oh, we I remember that year. We traded our third and we got a third and a fourth the following year. Oh, that's amazing. So oh, what did those guys turn into? Maybe that turns that whole draft around. Is that the Daniel Hunter pick? No, it's not. Daniel Hunter's definitely before see uh Mac. Okay. All right. So anyways, uh anything else good from that game? Uh, let's talk sure. let's talk Troy's. Let's talk Troy's. Let's yes. talk Troy's. Uh, Troy's are the Troy Williamson's of the game. The bad. Um, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to start with the offensive line and the run game. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they were a total disaster, but they didn't really get it done. No. Nope. Also, I feel like Kirk was under a – I know he didn't get sacked a lot, but it just felt like a lot of chaos around him. Like, definitely not a strong, sturdy pocket. No, I, I, I feel like the offensive line definitely got out-muscled all day. There was – that's the thing against these big, strong guys like Derek Brown. Like we, we just don't have the kind of guys to hold up against them. And Brett Jones has been solid. He's not as good as Ezra, but he's not a disaster like Simeon. But there was one play where he got absolutely annihilated, and it was like, okay, yeah, that's this that's is... why he's a backup most of the time. Um, and definitely a lot of plays that I think we mentioned earlier that came real close to being strip sacks or like Brian Burns on a couple was like right there. And it's like if Kirk doesn't take that one little step forward or move out of the pocket a little bit, the line's looking a lot worse. Yeah. Like stat wise, you know, with sacks given up. Brian stuff. Burns, very good. That's a, you know, the Panthers, honestly, I know they're not good yet, but like a lot of good pieces on offense. And then defensively, Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Jeremy Chin, clearly. Yeah, we, we didn't get to see their best cornerback, Dante Jackson. Oh, okay. But Was he out? Yeah, he's pretty good. Do they too, need though. like linebacker help? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I and can't like think of their linebackers. They need linebacker. Well, Jeremy Chin, I saw on Fox was labeled as a linebacker. No shit. Did yeah, him, and, him, Shaq Thompson, and some other loser. Oh. Well, but, uh, box safety. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I think that could be a good up and coming team. Like. Yep. Yep. And I don't know. Matt Rule seems to, you know, run a tight ship. They seem yeah. to be playing well. They should so. maybe learn how to, I don't know, manage the clock a little better. Like. Definitely. You know what's funny though is I kept going. If they throw the ball, they're going to beat us because I kept thinking we would be so committed to the run that they would just hit an easy bootleg and get a big gain. And then they kept throwing, and he kept throwing incompletions. What they like, run like three straight plays for twenty five yards, like run, and then they passed three straight times. For I think to go they passed twice. Are you talking about when there should have been draining clock? Yeah, yeah. They, I'm pretty sure they passed. At least, I don't it know. Was it was at least twice. I I'm, think it was second and third. That's down. what I think it was. Yeah. Second and third down, and it's like you try to catch us off guard on second. I bet. And then okay, well now it's third and ten, and then that's like, and you the clock stopped. Yeah, you gotta throw it. And then they threw. On the goal line to DJ Moore, which, again, wide open, should have been a touchdown, but it stopped the clock. And we only had, what did we say, a minute 50? Like, yeah, even if that, like, that one play, if you run the ball and don't get it and kick the field goal like they did, now it's a minute 10. It's so much tighter. Like it's, we're not able to just, you know, run run no huddle and not spike the ball yeah, at all. Like, you need to be perfect. Now, we at the rate we did it, we probably would have been, but it just it would have felt so much different. Like, especially because you needed a touchdown. So well, and they're going to play different defense at that point too, yeah. like because we're going to stop the ball or play get it, like out of bounds. I get what he was trying to do there was like put the game away, but my gosh, that was like no, we I think always nine times for... out of ten. If you just ran the ball every time and punted it, like they probably win the game. We yeah. probably get the ball with like no time left, especially if BB drops that. If they run, 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 punt it, and BB drops it, the game's over. There's you wouldn't even have a chance. It would have yeah. been under two minutes already. You know, like they would have just knelt the clock out. Yeah, because so, we had no time. One one timeout. We had one, and so we had one in the two minute warning on the second after BB's fuck up. But the first like batch of plays that they would just ran, ran, ran. That, that was it was poorly done by Matt Rule. You know, I don't know. Uh, and I'm just gonna throw out my second choice since we just talked about the Chad BB muff punt. Yeah, Chad BB almost almost could have got a Teddy and a Troy. Yep, I'm not giving him the Teddy. Even I though can't. he did play decent. On you know what, yeah, offense, he played like you. He was very useful on offense, even if you take out the game-winning touchdown. Like some big third-down plays, found some soft spots in the zones. Like he played really well. Oh. But you, like you said, you can't give him a teddy oh. when you drop a fucking punt. Well, like when you after we clawed back, got the stop, and it's like, oh, we're down three. We just need a field goal. We have two forty to go, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Timeouts in the pocket. Like this is. Everything went right after they threw the ball and screwed that clock management up. And now BB just called fair catch early. He Honestly, did, and he did. Yeah. He called fair catch early. Afterwards, we're just like, just let the ball go. I'd rather get pinned at the one, you idiot. And what what are we doing here? Like, can we just what's funny is like KJ Osborne fumbling the ball. It goes back to New Orleans last what? year. Marcus Sherrill's fumbling the ball. This is in San Fran. Fumbled it was twice. That, was that in San Fran? Yeah. And what's funny is last year we didn't like our returner, so we're like, just bring Sherrill's back. At least he never dropped it. And he fucking dropped it twice in a playoff game. Like, at this point, can I just put Jefferson back there and he'll fair catch it every time because I don't want him getting hit, but I trust him. Adam Thielen. Dude fumbled on a punt once, though. Oh, that's right, he did. Against the Cowboys, but that was him returning it. Do I trust him just to catch it in the bread basket? Absolutely. Yeah. It's like we don't even get any returns anyways. Yeah, just what do we have like every 11, time. 11 total uh, yeah. return yards? It's how can you just how do you oh 
And what's worrisome is like I don't. Obviously, we don't really we didn't really want Osborne back there because he was fumbling. But like to drop it in a pressure moment like that makes me worried about Chad Beebe. Yeah, like like if you just dropped it randomly in the second quarter, it's like okay, he made a mistake. But like, was it because it was a big moment that you like got in your head and completely overthought it? And like he wasn't even under the ball well. He was like running forward. It was like it was just terrible. I think you just got to go back to KJ Osborne. Uh, can Amir Abdullah do it? Can any can can someone BC? I I don't care about the return part. Just catch the ball. At this point, I'm willing to put him as an as another rusher to block, and just we'll just live with wherever the punt lands. Hopefully, it's not always on the two yard line. Yeah. But you know, Kirk's just gonna have to you know man up. Yeah, I, or Kyle Rudolph. There's a good one. You know, just catch it. Fair catch. Catch the ball. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph. That is there. You go. The big mitts just fucking pluck it out of here. <laughs> Fair catch. Hell, let him run one back. He's only fumbled once in his career and lost it. Uh, that punt returning, man, that is frustrating. And when it happened, it was like, of course. Of you course. know, Chad Beebe, though, you know, I, I know there's a couple listeners out there who like Chad Beebe, and they're not, they're screaming right now. Chad Beebe, though, did take a huge hit earlier in the game returning the punt, too, that drew a flag. Right, but did he call fair catch? No, he did not. So he's a moron. This is true. He got lucky <laughs> that the guy hit him early. Why like you you should have called fair catch. You could have been clobbered and fumbled it. Like that's the one I didn't see because I was driving, but on the rewatch, I was like, what the hell happened here? Why didn't he just call fair catch? Like you just wanted to get slammed by some dude, yeah. which, you know, good job drawing a penalty, but let's not fumble the ball back there. So right. yeah, another terrible job by the special teams. Which was one of my teddies or Troy's special okay. teams. I mean, we blocked a field goal, which was nice, but I just, I just can't stand these these fumbles. I, I I'm so tired of like, just, just sloppy football on special teams. Well, like even the offense has had some bad turnovers. Well, and well, the two fumbles for touchdown, and then right before the half, we were, we get the ball to like the thirty. Fucking Chad Beebe jumps off sides, go back five yards. Okay, we throw the bomb to Jefferson, which. That looked like pass interference. Like, he's definitely tugging his shoulder. I like the play call. Almost a touchdown. And then we get to delay a game. Yeah. It's like, what the hell is that? So we moved back 10 yards from where we were. So now it's like a really hard field goal. We ran the ball for like six yards, made it a 53-yarder, and luckily Bailey drilled it. But, like, that was a colossal fuck up there. I mean, you got BB jumping off, a delay a game. All these delay games lately, these quarterbacks, they look at, like, the ref, like, no, no, reset the clock. And the yeah. ref's just like, nah. <laughs> that was 40 seconds since Jefferson didn't get that ball. Like, I'm not going to... I don't know what the hell you think you're getting a reset for. Yeah. Like, delay a game. So, yeah, that's just been sloppy. I mean, we had – that whole first half just felt a little – besides that first drive, it just felt like we weren't we that definitely, good. Yeah, we we weren't until, what, fourth quarter? It's like the first drive and the last drive. Those, yeah, that is like the only time where our offense like looked good. Clicked, yeah. And then yeah, the, well, the, how did we do the, uh, the Jefferson second touchdown? That must drive must have been pretty solid. How did we get that? We didn't get um, any turnovers besides Kendricks, but that was pinned way back. I mean, he's on like a 10-yard line. So it must have been three good drives the whole game. But we cash him in for touchdowns. That's one thing about this Kubiak offense is, like, I feel like we barely use Bailey. Yeah, like, I I just don't, like, I, I had him in, like, fantasy for a while. And it was, like, you know, three points, five points. It's always just, like, extra points. Yeah. It's or, never, like, feels. I feel like he's only attempted, like. It's got to be a low like number. Like, 12 yeah. tops. And a lot of times it is, like, oh, going into half. So we're setting up for a field goal. Because when we get in the red zone, we're putting it in the end zone most of the time. I mean, yeah. Adam Thielen's an absolute monster in the, in the red zone. You got Rudolph, who's a giant. And we can run the ball, which always helps. 
red zone offenses. Like when you can run the ball, at least you can like keep the defense from just dropping everyone into coverage and blanketing it. So yeah, Dan Bailey is ten of twelve. That's ridiculous. Oh, I'm proud Tw- of him for being ten of twelve. And what we played eleven games, so he kicks about one a week. But actually, the Atlanta, Green Bay, Detroit, he didn't attempt a single one. So in one, two, two of our last six games, he's attempted two field goals. So he's four of four in those two games, and he hasn't attempted another one at all. In the last six games? Yeah. Yeah, it's just we Carolina score touchdowns. Two, nothing against Dallas, two against Chicago, none against Detroit, none against Green Bay, and none against Atlanta. He, he, we score touchdowns, you know. We're good red zone offense. No, and We're he did not offense. start the year very well either. It was one of one, one of one, one of two, one of two, two oh, of two. Oh, that's Austin Cutting's fault. Who got cut, by the way? Oh, he did get cut. Uh, they're going to try to put him on practice squad. Clearly. You know, that's what you want to do is use a spot on a long snapper. Um, all right, how about another Troy for the game? I don't. I just got. I just have the two, the BB and yeah. Uh, offensive what do you line. think? This isn't really a Teddy Urcher, but what do you think of uh, Troy Die deciding that he's going to go with no, like gloves or wristbands or sleeves or elbow pads? He's out there. He looks like a, like a, like a creative player in Madden that you forgot to like put the gear on. Yep. I aesthetically hate it. Absolutely hate it aesthetically. He looks like a bum. Yes. Um. The mentality. Love, love the tough guy like mentality yeah. to it though. Like but, you see Dantzler with the yellow look sharp. Then you see Troy die. He looks like he's first off, he's an undersized linebacker. Like he looks small. Tall and then and without skinny. all the pads, he just he looks like, oh shit, do we let the third stringer out here? Like we don't let him put pads on. Like, oh shit. I, I was unprepared. I left my gloves <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just look ridiculous. So and he's number 45 or whatever, so he already got a bad number. Like his whole aesthetic. It's working against him. Throw some tape on your fingers at least. At least, yeah. Because I think Mataafa was doing that for a while. He would wear nothing. And he yeah, but it, was, but it was the finger tape. Tape it up. You oh, know, yeah. At least Troy died. No, nothing. I'm and, not going to wear shit. You know, I love that about Mataafa. There's got to be nothing worse than seeing a DN coming at you. And he's wearing nothing. And he's about <laughs> to punch you right in the pads. And he's going, this guy's tough. This guy is absolutely uh, crazy. I do not want him lining up against me, especially with a ma- uh, name like Hercules. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's he, it works for him. It's not working for Troy yeah, Die. No. You know, Troy well, Die number forty five with no, with nothing. You look like again. Yeah, just, Hercules fifty one edge. Yeah, taped fingers. Troy Die, come on, put it. I w- I would say wear more pads because you're so small. Like <laughs> you need to look bigger. Uh, all right, so. Overall, I guess that game. Well, I guess we'll talk about like the you know down the road playoff scenarios when we get to the Vikings Jags game. But yeah. that was a weird game. I don't think we played particularly well. I, it you could like it's so funny because you could argue we should have lost that game, and we could and then it, we should, you could argue that we should have blown them out. Like if he throws that ball to DJ Moore, they win. If Joey Sly hits that field goal, they win. They had two tenth touchdowns on defensive scores. Like that's pretty bad. But then you look at it the other way, and it's like. Okay, if we don't fumble for two touchdowns, isn't that game like possibly like twenty eight to ten? Yeah, you know, like, like we we possibly could turn those two drives into touchdowns. You exactly, know? and like they didn't they didn't seem to be moving the ball particularly well on offense much. They didn't seem to be stopping us. You know, they didn't give up a ton of points, but like we got some drives together. So, and it's the Panthers, so I don't know what to think of it. I went watching it, it was still like we're still not that good of a team. We're not on the level of the teams that are in the playoff hunt, like the top ones. 
But yeah, we're kind of where we are. Okay. It was glad I'm glad to get that win though because it kept us in the hunt. So we're just like continue to like maybe get better. Yeah, I. It's definitely like a a good base to build upon. Throughout yeah. the entire season, going into the off season, hopefully you can get the guys in the facilities a little more this off season. But mm-hmm. get mean, the young guys back up and running, and like get the get your guys back healthy, and like this. Especially since we're has... gonna have a bunch of new draft picks as well. It's like hopefully we don't go two straight drafts with potentially like what thirty new players drafted. Yeah, that's crazy. And not having any off season. Yikes. Like it, like it sucks bubble. having like seven rookies not being able to do an off season. Yeah, you, yeah we're you, we've got like yeah two draft classes that are big each year. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you're basically going four draft classes in two years with no off season. Yeah, it is nice that that we. I mean, we kind of just said screw it and play the young guys this year. You know, and some of it's by by necessity yeah. because of the injuries. But like even going in, it was like we're just throwing the corners out there. Yeah. But then, like, Wanham's got played because of injury. Dye's gotten played because of injury. Jefferson, because he's super talented. Chris Jones, after the Lions practice squad, yeah. has to play because of We're injuries. Just, these guys are getting experience that will really benefit next year. Yep. And we hopefully have the big big dogs back. Especially, like, if you can, like, get majority of the growing pains out of the way this year. I know, yeah. like, you know, Metellus in hand, they're going to be further behind. But yep. you're not expecting much out of them anyways. Yeah, they might just be special teamers whatnot. It's nice for Gladney and Dantzler. For sure, to just get out there and play and like get beat a bunch of times. Because no, I feel like better. cornerback is, I think I've That's said not, it before. It's the, t- in my opinion, the toughest to come in as a rookie. It's the toughest position to play. Period. Like you can't touch the receivers. Like it's yeah, got a backpedal. Yeah, like the whole thing. You don't know where they're going, but they know where they're going. Like the whole oh. the whole position is difficult. So, it, like Zimmer, pretty damn good coaching job to be five and six with a bunch of damn rookies on defense like would most coaches be able to do that i don't know i know that's why we consider zimmer like top 10 for sure and pretty close to top five to me i mean i i for sure put him in top seven coaches I, and i feel like he found the perfect marriage with gary kubiak like especially if kubiak is kind of done wanting to be a head coach it's perfect because then no one's gonna poach him like we keep getting poached and he also seems to like really believe in the run game which zimmer really believes in the run game so it and they seem to like actually respect each other. Like I don't know. It just seems like we, they, we they, have like two head coaches almost. Like because like Zimmer wants someone to just take the offense and do it how he wants, but not have to deal with it. And Kubiak seems to like get it. You know, and, and Zimmer, yeah, like it's like run the ball, play action. Yeah, take your shot when ne- when necessary. Let's just not uh-huh. run four verts every single play. Yeah. Um, well, it's like John Filippo, He clearly didn't like his play calling. Norv Turner. I don't know what happened there. Something happened. They didn't get along. And then you got Shermer, who he clearly loved. Like, he really liked his offense. And then he gets poached. And then freaking Stefanski gets poached, you know? So, it's, you know. Can Kubiak just not want to have any And, yeah, Kubiak and Shermer have a very similar offense. Yeah. I think maybe a little more motion in Shermer's, but. That's why when people are like, oh, he wants to go back to the Stone Age. It's like, well, he ran an offense with Shermer that was not Stone Age. Like, yeah, they ran the ball, but. And, like, to be honest, like, I have a lot of fun, you know, watching Mahomes, Herbert, all these quarterbacks, you know, throw the football around. But I have a lot of fun watching the Vikings fucking pound the rock. Yeah. Damn near over 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not like, like, Jefferson is has a ton of yards, and Thielen has, like, double-digit touchdowns. So, like, we're not just... 
it's not just three runs and that's it. You know, like we can yeah. pass the ball. That last it's against the Panthers, he had to throw a plenty to keep us in that game. So, um, should we take a break, hit the lines, and then, uh, well, that's the end of the show. But yeah, yeah. And then we'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Uh, we'll dive into the lines real quick. Is uh, is there a Thursday night game? There's not because it was the I believe it was the Cowboys. No. No, the Cowboys. Someone got screwed up because of this COVID thing. Was it like Washington? It's not on here, so I'm I'm confused. Okay, but there is no Thursday game. You got a Wednesday game and said, "Folks, quit your complaining." Yeah, like a day game too. Uh, first game on the slate: Bengals at Dolphins. Ooh, that is going to be Dolphins minus six and a half. Dolphins by eleven and a half. Ooh. I don't think you're taking appropriate amount of points for Joe Burrow being out there. No, definitely not. What uh, who the Bengals play last week? The Giants. And they did they lost. get? To, oh, they did not get destroyed, but they lost. Okay, well, yeah. Dolphins better than the Giants. All right, I respect that. I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to take the Dolphins too. I just think that with the. Uh, Bengals without Burrow, they just don't have a chance. Yeah. Um, it looks like the Cowboys play the Ravens on Tuesday. Okay, I think the Cowboys and Ravens were supposed to play Thursday. Yeah, and obviously the Ravens just played. So yes. It doesn't really work out too well for them. Uh, so the Cowboys get like 10 days off. Yeah. They get like a whole other bye week. They need it. Well, not I guess not really, but yeah. Bunch of crap. You know what's a bunch of crap too is we keep having to play teams off their bye. I feel like. Like this coming week. Or after this week, we play the Bucks off their bye. I feel like we played the Packers off their bye. Maybe that was our bye. That was our bye. So maybe I should stop pitching. Uh, Cleveland at Tennessee. Cleveland at Tennessee. I'm going to go Titans minus four and a half. Titans by six. Ooh. No respect for the eight and three Browns. No, but they're no. kind of an ugly, ugly they are, team. You know, I feel like they're not. They haven't beaten a lot of good teams. Yeah, they're taking care of the teams they need to, and Which, they're probably going to get in the playoffs. But uh, Titans have actually had some decent wins. I'm going to take, uh, you said Titans minus six and a half? Yeah, six, six. Minus six. I think I'm going to take the Titans. I'm going to take the Titans. I'm going to take the Browns just because I feel like the Titans are a team that likes to keep it close yep. and win it. They're not a blow-you-out team. No, so. but I think I think it might be like a touchdown. You know, might get that touchdown. That right. 31-24 or something silly. Yeah, six, they can get that. Um, next up is Detroit. The red-hot Detroit Lions, fresh off firing Matt Patricia and their GM, are at the Chicago Bears, who are also terrible. And Matt Nagy was just ripping them, saying they need to play with fire and they should be embarrassed. And I don't know if Matt Nagy's long for this league either. But what do you no. got for a line? Uh, we're going to go Bears. As you said, it was in Chicago. In Chicago. Bear, Bears minus three and a half. Bears by three. Bears so they three. see these as like two equally terrible teams. You know what's great? From day one, we said we were better than these two teams. When the Bears were five and zero, oh, and we were one and four, we said we were better than them. Damn it, we're better than them. We're better than them. <laughs> we showed it too a couple weeks ago on Monday yeah. night. We beat both those teams. They're both terrible. They're just terrible, terrible teams. Uh, I will take the Trubisky starting. I'm going to. You said it was in Chicago. In Chicago. I'm going. I'm going to take the Bears by three. I'm going to take Detroit. It's the it's the uh, the Atlanta fired coach, fired coach bounce. You know, Daryl Bevel. Is that who is, is taking yeah. over? Gonna see some points. <laughs> I don't know about that. 
so yeah, I I don't know. The Bears they seem like their coach is turning on them. It just seems awkward. and they're going to turn on him. Yeah, because he's a clown. So I'll take Detroit. Next up is and also the Bear. We do want Detroit to win. The Bears are probably. I mean, they're we have the same record. We're tiebreaker ahead of them, so we're ahead of them right now. But I don't want them to get any cheap wins. Yeah, let's we've just got Tampa and New Orleans. Yeah, kick them while they're down, and they're probably not good enough to matter anyways. But let's root for the Lions. Uh, Colts at Texans. Colts minus four and a half. Colts by three and a half. You got Will Fuller suspended, Bradley Roby suspended, both. For performance in yeah. drugs. I saw a lot of people posting that their strength and conditioning coach is Brian Cushing, who is a known dabbler in okay. the uh, you know, performance enhancing drugs. Bradley Roby lost a lot of money due to it. Whoops. Uh, yeah. Well, that, Will Fuller maybe even too. I mean, that's right. he was agent, pending free agent. I don't know if that'll affect it too much, but he's going to be suspended for, I think, one game this or the next season. Because, yeah, it's six. six games left. Yep. Oh. So, uh, who do you got in that game? I said it was... Colts by three and a half. One second. Bradley Roby even had something in his contract saying that uh, they can take away his guaranteed money if he tests positive for performance-enhancing drugs. Has he had an, an, another one before? Why was that in there? I have no idea, they but it was, it. Like, it was in his contract. I mean, you're not even that good, Roby. Just collect your money. Yeah. What are you doing? Like Is I said, he, he could have been you know, below average and made $8 million, or he could be okay and lose $10 million. Yeah, do those even work for your Roby? First off, your team sucks. So yeah. just And like, stop. you don't need to be bigger and faster and stronger. You need to get better at covering. Yeah. You know what's interesting is maybe it actually made Will Fuller money because he played really well this year. So even with the suspension, which will be mostly used up, People might see him as like, hey, this guy's worth paying. And, you know, you can use the excuse, you know, I'm always hurt. You know, you yeah. use some of that stuff to help uh, mm-hmm. help you heal faster and stuff like that. That's that man why. made himself money. Yeah. Bradley L- Roby lost money. Yeah. And they were in it together. Absolutely. <laughs> Along with Brian Cushing, the ringleader. Uh, next up is the Raiders at the Jets. That's Raiders minus eight and a half. Raiders by seven and a half. I, I should no, the Jets be picked by ten to lose? Like pick to lose by ten, no matter what. I feel like that's zero respect towards John Gruden and the Raiders. Yeah, even is... though they just got their ass handed to them in Atlanta. I'm going Raiders. That's a bounce back cover. game, though. You know they got trapped by Atlanta. Everyone does. We get it. it happened to the best of us. You know. Yeah, Jets. Interesting strategy by the Jets to tank by having the worst coach in the league and not firing him. You know, at this point, it's a clear strategy, right? Has to be. Question, did you see his press conference yeah. about the play calling? He kept changing his story and was like, it was very weird. Yeah, and he's like, they're like, said something about the third quarter. He's like, oh, yeah, then? Oh, yeah, we we, we went to two-minute stuff, and I tried to do some of that. I was like, dude, <laughs> you are calling the plays. Just say, I fucking suck at it, but I'm not giving it up. It It is atrocious. Like, that is, and it's, it's so weird that they haven't fired him because it's so obvious he's a terrible coach. He can't. Your job is to be an offensive guru, and you're terrible at it. It's like it's like having Matt Patricia as a defensive guru. At some point, it's like this guy's just bad at it, and they're not good leaders. Both of them, they're terrible at it. So they're keeping him to tank. It's it's a very smart strategy. Yep. I will take the Raiders. Saints at Falcons. Saints at Falcons. Saints minus one and a half. Saints by three. Ooh. Taysom Hill's two and zero. Oh. But he did not play well last week. I mean, he didn't have to throw at all because they played a team with no quarterback. I kind of like the Falcons here. I, th- I, I think, think I'll take, take them. The, Falcons. the Saints kind of at this point are getting 
a pretty good lead in their division. Yeah, they're what two games up on yeah. Tampa now, and the Panthers obviously are irrelevant now, and then the Falcons are basically irrelevant. So, I guess the question is, is who who'd you rather have the one seed, the Saints or the Packers? The one seed, the Saints. I don't. Yeah, want, I don't I want the, the every shot the Packers can lose. Give it to me. Like I'd rather see the Saints win a Super Bowl than the Packers. Yeah, and I don't like the Saints. That's true. That's true. So I think the Seahawks are going to get the one seed though. That schedule's soft. They just got to beat beat up on their division to get it. Yeah. Uh at this point, like yes, root for the Falcons, I guess, but the Saints are probably locked into that division win, and their game's probably literally relevant as far as Vikings. Yeah. Um, but I think I'll take the Falcons just because I I do think Taysom Hill at some point is going to fall flat on his face. Yep, that dude sucks. Give me the yeah. Falcons. Rams at Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals minus two and a half. Rams at Cardinals. You like the Cardinals, huh? Rams at Cardinals. Cardinals minus two and a half. It is Rams by three. Ooh. Okay. Cardinals, besides a Hail Mary, what would they have lost? Four games in a row? Oh, are they one of their last three? Oh, they just lost to New England. Yep. Oh, yeah. Rams are... Did they just blow something, too? No, they got their uh, Niners, 23-20. They lost, right? Yeah. So both teams coming off a loss. You want the Cardinals to lose because they're behind now, but if the Cardinals win, then you just hope the Cardinals beat them again down the road. In this game, I'm going to take the Rams. I just, th- I don't know. The Cardinals seem like they're kind of falling apart here. And the Rams' defense is a lot better than I thought it was yeah. going to be. It really uh, comes down to like, will will McVay get in a good rhythm with his play calling and get Jared Goff going? Because like, if it if it works, it works really well. Oh. But when it ain't working, that team, that offense can fall apart quick because Jared Goff's not actually a good quarterback. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Cardinals. I, yeah, I it, they they yeah. got to bounce back at some point, right? Flip a coin. Yeah. I'll be rooting for the Rams. Giants at Seahawks. Another tough game for the Seahawks. Yeah. You're a strong Giants team. I think Daniel Jones is out. He fucked up his hamstring, Cole I'm pretty McCoy's, sure. Uh, Seahawks minus 8.5. Seahawks by 10. Uh, give me the, the Seahawks. Yeah, I'll take the Seahawks too. Who did the Seahawks just beat on? Was it Monday? Oh, Eagles. Eagles. Next up is Patriots at Chargers. Uh, Chargers, uh, Patriots minus 2.5. Patriots by one. Patriots by one. Yep. I'm gonna uh, take the. I'm Chargers. gonna take the Chargers. Yeah, I'm, Patriots did their job. They beat the Cardinals. Proud of them. Yep. But that's. I did you see the uh, roughing the passer call? Not roughing the passer. Uh, I guess it's unnecessary roughness that basically cost the Cardinals the game. No, I didn't see that. Cam Newton scrambling. and He goes for a first down. You know, he's like running out of bounds. And Isaiah Simmons, I believe it was Isaiah Simmons, just lights him up. But he's he wasn't out of bounds yet at all. Like he hadn't stepped out of bounds. Nothing. It looked ugly, but. He wasn't out of bounds yet, and they flagged him for 15 yards, which it's set like, up the game. Oh, he was goal. running out of bounds. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter. If he's not out, I got free reign to just drill this guy. Now, how many times does like, Mahomes see the guy like yep. slowing down? He's like, oh, stop, let him run by me, take my two extra yards. Uh-huh. Mahomes has like single-handedly made it so like, no, you should be able to light these guys up unless they're – if their foot steps out, that's okay. That'll, that'll flag it. Or if he's like his – like. Final stride is like about to yeah, be out like of you're bounds. like you're in the air above the out of bounds, but it wasn't even that yet. Like he hadn't gone out yet, so it's and also it's like light him up, yep, keep him from point. running. He's and like please don't light up Kirk, but Cam Newton's six foot four, yeah, two hundred fifty pounds. Kirk's getting out of bounds three yards before that. Actually, you know Kirk, Kirk likes to dive he, head first, and he actually fights for yards. Was that this week? He had that really nice scramble uh, first he, drive of the game. It, he had, it was like third down, and he like bounced off a guy and dove, and then he had a couple other runs. Ever since the Chiefs, where he slid uh, about four yards short of a first down, he's really 
He's just going for it. Also, I love when he uh, went across the uh, the line, this line of scrimmage, and then came oh, back yeah. and then threw it to BB. I thought that was always a loss of downplay. It's not, huh? It's just five yards. I think it was a it's a ten yard penalty, but you don't lose the down. I so thought- we completed it. So they had to accept the penalty, and then we then we ended up converting to Jefferson on that crosser that was like it looked like he was gonna get strip sacked on. So I thought it was gonna be like a uh, intentional grounding. Yeah, I thought it was five yards in loss of down. Yeah, maybe they changed it. I was like, oh, that sucks. Fourth down, and I was like, nope, third and long. I was like, oh, cool. Especially because we converted it. But anyways, both taking the Chargers. Yeah, Eagles at Packers. Uh, Packers minus. I'm gonna go Packers minus twelve and a half. Packers by eight and a half. Damn, I've been going on eight and a half a lot, and yeah. this time I'm like, ah, big line. I mean, Packers destroyed. The I'm Bears. taking the Packers. Minus I'll take the Packers half. too. Yeah, the Eagles suck. They're they're pretty much locked into the NFC North title. Like we can't really catch them because their schedule is pretty weak. It, yeah. Eagles are bad. I mean, Carson Wentz looks like a complete disaster. They refuse it's, to play the see, other guy. Doug Peterson said something like he doesn't know what to do with Jalen Hurts or something like that. Well, they, like, did you see they played him for two plays? That was it. He completed a pass and they just go back to Wentz. And then he was talking about like, well, how come you guys aren't talking about the defense doing well? It's like, yo, you lost. We will ask the question. And they here. gave up 26 <laughs> points. How is any of that playing well? They played well. They really shut down uh, Metcalf. I, I, Darius like, Slay said it was the worst game of his life. Do you think it's worth it to Eagles fans for that Super Bowl? Yes. I don't think so. I think they are, like, have you seen them? They all hate themselves again. They do, but, like, as a Viking fan, give me one Super Bowl and I'll take 10 seasons of losing. Like, for, I, for I, teams I, like I us, say that now. I would just go back and rewatch the Super Bowl if I was feeling down as an Eagle fan. Watch Philly Special again. Like, as a team that's never won one. Like, if now I'm a Steeler fan, it's like, well, no, I've won six of them. So, like, I'm not giving up ten seasons for one. Like, I like to watch, you know. But we've never won one. Just give me one. Just give me one. Uh, I'll take the Packers. They're a good team. Is it, like, ten, four, and twelve seasons? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Because I don't know if I can do, like, ten straight four and twelve seasons, man. <laughs> I feel like, I forget who it is. I feel like it's Bill Simmons has, like, the, like, how much time does a Super Bowl win or a championship buy you before your fans can complain again? And I think they decided it's like, you know, like four seasons or so. Oh. And like you're getting to that point where Eagle fans are like, all right, like Doug Peterson, like, yes, you won us our first Super Bowl, but you suck now. So please leave. Here's the door. Uh, next up, Broncos at Chiefs on Sunday night football. Is there will be quarterbacks. There playing. is a potential Kyle Shermer sighting. There there is. But I believe their quarterback should be back. I'm going Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Chiefs by 14. Damn it, I was so close on that one. <laughs> I'll take the Chiefs. Yeah, that's a huge line. I think the Chiefs can cover that. Vic Fangio? You think he stays there next year? Yeah, I think they'll give him one more one year. One more year? Yep. I think they. It's been uh, a lot of injuries for them. Yep. And like I know they took Drew Locke. It all depends. Like, is this Elway's last year? Man, that guy has missed on a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah. Poor Vic. Like, the man just needs, I feel like just needs a quarterback. He's got Judy, Sutton, Fant, yeah. plethora of running backs, s- decent O-line. Go get, uh, there's got to be some veterans hanging around next year. Alex Smith. Alex Smith, yeah. Go, it's not like Go the, hard after Dak. Yeah. They'll probably tag him. Trade try, for Kirk. Try Give to, us your pick. What pick are they? They're going to be the top pick, right? Uh, I feel like they're picking around like seven or so. You don't think John Elway would give up the seventh pick for Kirk Cousins? No. I think you think about it. What if he flips picks? Seven for 17 in Kirk? Yeah. He yeah, does that. He, he does, does that, that immediately. 
He wants to win. He signed Joe Flacco, and that guy he traded for Joe Flacco, didn't he? Yeah. After signing Case Keenum, yeah, the year before, and he drafted Paxson Lynch. He drafted uh, Brock Osweiler. Brock tra- Did he draft him? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, he's terrible at this. He drafted Paxton Lynch in the first over Dak Prescott, I think. I think that was the Prescott Oof, draft. That's a mess. Anyways, who do you got? Chiefs? Yep, okay. Uh, Bills at 49ers. I think Osweiler was the Russell Wilson draft, if I'm not mistaken. Sheesh. It's as bad as the Eagles taking those receivers over Metcalf and It's almost Jefferson. as bad as uh, you know the Jags taking Brian Anger over Russell Wilson. The punter. Got to get those punters. Got to get the punter. They were showing, uh, or there was, I was watching the Eagle Seahawks game, a lot of Jalen Rager not getting open. Can't separate. I don't know. I don't know. Did Even you watch that uh, Brian Baldinger no, uh, video I sent uh, you? No, you sent me. I didn't, I didn't get to watch it. You should it. watch it. There was, there was one play where like Jalen Rager was wide open, but it's because the Seahawks did not cover him, and they just played terrible coverage. They, I don't know, but they had two guys on the on the left running like in routes, ten yards apart from each other. Nobody within like eight yards of each of them. Carson Wentz throws like a corner route to Dallas Goddard on the other side of the field, and it hits Bobby Wagner in the back. Carson Wentz is a broken human. That dude sucks, <laughs> and I've said it from day one. Even when he was in the MVP talk, like, no, this guy's trash. Uh, Monday I night- knew he was garbage. <laughs> I always liked him more than Goff, but at this point, I just don't think so. And he's Fuck, just, should have taken Dak over both of them. Yeah, they both got traded up for it, too. Yeah. Uh, Bills at Niners on Monday Night Football. Bills at Niners. I'm taking Bills minus three, four and a half. Bills by one and a half. Doesn't it? I mean, like, really? Bills are a really good team, and the 49ers are like... They, they're competitive because they have a good coach, but they don't have, like, the players. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to take the Bills. I think it's probably has something to do with the Niners just beating the Rams. Yeah. I'll take the Bills. We do want the Bills to win this. Uh, 49ers are still kind of hanging around. I think around. they're, what, a game behind us? Aren't they four and – I think are they five and I think they're, six? Yeah, I think it might be the same record as us. It might be the us, same as us But now, we have yeah. like a tiebreaker maybe. Let it's me either four the and standings. five and six or five and seven, and they're going to a yeah, I feel like they have seven losses, but nope, they're five and six. So, five yeah, the same six. record as us, so we get them out of our – we need to get the Bears and them just to leave. You know, just, just you know I, I think we're better than the Niners, but – I think the Niners have a lot of divisional games left, and weird stuff happens in divisional games too. So. Yeah. they they don't have Garoppolo, they don't have Kittle. Like, are they really if gonna? Kyle, keep I mean, Cal Shermer, like, Kyle give, Shermer. I'm gonna have to get Shanahan. Shanahan gonna have to give the dude credit because if he can pull seven and nine out of it, yeah, with like a, a team that's decimated, they have, play, they have to play in Arizona now for the rest of the year. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Is that where they're going? Are they going to Tempe or? I think they're going to the Cardinals' actual stadium. Oh, so. okay. Right. I mean, they have Bills, Washington, Cowboys, Cardinals, Seahawks. I mean, if they lose two games, their best they can do is eight and eight, right? Yeah. I mean, lose to the Seahawks and the Bills, the Bills, and they're really kind of screwed. I mean, out of all of our teams that are hanging around here, you kind of got it. You can only kind of lose one more game at most, or you're screwed. Uh, all right, so that brings us to our game. Well, there is that Tuesday night game, but I don't have a line on it. So, uh, so it's gonna be Dallas and Ravens, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Ooh. Ravens, Getting they back. lost, what, 19-14? I didn't even see it. I know at one point they were down 19-14. But if you, and you said at Dallas, I'm, I'm going to say it's Ravens, I would guess it's probably like Ravens minus two and a half. I'd go higher myself. but uh, Four and a half? I'll take the Ravens. I'd take the Ravens. They need to win. They've got to get back onto it. Uh Cowboys don't really matter. Yeah, it was 1914 was the final. And that was with RG3. Yep. 
So I mean, Lamar Jackson has a chance to be back uh, against the Cowboys. He'll be back. I mean, even if he has COVID, he's been sitting out for like over a week. Like, yep. how could he not be back unless he's breaking the rules constantly? All right, that brings us to our game: Jaguars, the second worst team in the NFL, at your red hot Minnesota Vikings. Winners of four of the last five. I'm going to say Vegas doesn't treat us very kindly because we had that comeback against the Panthers. I'm going to go Vikings minus six and a half. Vikings by ten. They love us. They love us. They love a good comeback. Kirk's hot. Got to go. Instead of going with what I always do, I'm going to take the Jags to cover. Don't think they'll win, but I'm going to take the Jags to cover. That's wild. Uh, I understand. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, we're not gonna get ahead of ourselves again. This is the first team I would say that we're playing that is outright a bad team. Like even the Cowboys and the uh, Falcons have like NFL talent. This team has one win, and I'm pretty sure it was Week One. Yes, but I said against Dallas and the Falcons. Yeah, by a million, and I get it. You know, yeah. the Jags. Not as good as those two teams, but I'm going to take the Jags to cover and hopefully just get some of that bad juju out yeah. of the way. This just, is a game you you like. It's Last week it was like, all right, hopefully we can take one from the Panthers. But like you need to win this game. This is a Jaguar team that doesn't care. They have Mike Glenn starting. No no ability to move in the pocket. Like You need to go in. They're, it's in our stadium and beat them. Like Beat them bad. Bring I, – I, I just want to – I just – Bring all your fancy blitzes. I know you don't want to like waste mm-hmm. them on a team that doesn't matter, but you have to win out almost. Like yeah. you need to <clears throat> anything you you can dial up. I know you want to like save the super special stuff for Brady and Breeze, but you know bring some of those kind of packages in right now. Like just finish Glennon. I feel like if we can bring extra rushers and create pressure. Throw Glennon off of his game. Hopefully that James Robinson fella doesn't have his way yeah. with us. But that's like if you're looking at their team, that's like okay, stop him, make Glennon throw it. He's really only got DJ Chark, and he missed last week. Yep. It sounds he's like got he's going to be questionable. Limited practice today. I'm looking at their injury report right now. So yeah, he's he's and a lot of their other players like their their Keelan Cole and D.D. Westbrook. I don't know if uh, Westbrook's uh, still playing right now. Don't quote, quote me on that. Yeah. But like their other wide receivers, it's it's a lot of underneath routes. Yeah. So it's, you it's, can I feel like we can play a lot of like cover two, mm-hmm. you know, nose on the run game and then play cover two behind it. Stop James Robinson and you should be like this is a bad roster they have. Like they're not like who's on their defense? Uh CJ Henderson, the rookie. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, young guy, uh top pick last year. Uh I mean, they got rid of Ronnie Harrison. Miles Jack, he's not what he was yeah. hyped up to be. He's it's, solid. It's a team that's 1-10 that is rebuilding. So, like, you need that, – that honestly, their fans want to lose. Their, their, I think their office front probably office. wants to lose. They're Maybe like, not their front office, but the owner is probably going, all right, like, I'm I mean, cleaning house this offseason. Yeah. I want to make this the most appealing job possible in cap space. And the number one pick yeah. behind Trevor Lawrence is the way to do it. So you got to win this game. Now, I did see Irv Smith still didn't practice. Um, I believe Thielen got off of the COVID list. Uh, Wanham did not practice. Wanham did not practice. Uh, Cole Quinn and Rashad Hill didn't practice, but not injury-related. So uh, Irv Smith did not practice with a back. So, like, 
I wonder what it did was back. Yeah, I thought so. So it says back now. Uh, Wanams was the Laid ankle. Laid around too much. Yeah. <laughs> Wanams was the ankle that he hurt during the game. And then limited practice was Cleveland, Brett Jones, and Delvin Cook. So hopefully those guys play. Um, it's just, again, it's, it's you got to, it's the fucking Jaguars. I'll, I will let it slide. We're not an amazing team if you lose to the Panthers. Like, okay, we're not a top team, but you can't lose to the Jags. Yeah. Can't do it. Um, Playoff-wise, everything we wanted did- to happen... What are you going to say? No, uh, did the Jags beat the Colts week one? I believe they did. I think they're – I'll look at their schedule. But I'm, I'm almost they, positive they won their first game and that yeah, was it. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, because we were all like, whoa, maybe the Jags aren't as bad as we thought. Yeah. It was And the then Colts when we too. lost to the Colts, it was like, wow, we lost to a team that lost to the Jags. And then it's like, oh, yep. the Colts are actually better than we think. They lost to them – they beat them by seven and they have not lost – not won a game since. They've lost to the Bengals. They've lost to the Texans. The Colts lose to the Jags, beat us and the Packers. These are the this like they have, these are bad losses. They lost to the Dolphins. That's not that bad. But Bengals, Texans, Lions, Chargers. Those are three teams or four teams that have just been terrible. That's those some, are like the most competitive like teams on your level. Like you're gonna be able to play the most yeah, competitive games. They lost games. to the Texans twice. <gasps> so they were competitively. No, once by two and once by 16. Didn't so. they just lose like 27-25 to the Browns yeah, last so week? they played competitive against the Browns. They lost 27-3 like, to the like Steelers. I don't like that. Yeah, that's fine. They, they're playing to lose. Uh, okay, but playoff scenario, we talked about it last week, and everything went right. Like, yeah, it was weird. It was a really good week for us. Bucks lost to the Chiefs. To the Chiefs. We won, obviously, and then the Cardinals lost to the Patriots. So, like... And the Rams lost to the Niners. Yeah, and that's almost a little bit of a bonus. Because it was like, who's the main two teams we're hunting down? It's the Bucks and the Cardinals. And we had talked that if we win and the Bucks lose, and then if we take care of business with the Jaguars, that next game against Tampa is for taking their spot in the playoffs. And so and all we gotta do is beat the Jags for that to be what the scenario is. So if the Card I saw if the Cardinals lose this week and we beat the Jags, we have yep. the seventh seed. Yep. So then we would be if we beat the Bucks, then we would hop into the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. So and then, then like, let's, and the Cardinals, like, let's go have some fun. Obviously, all these things have to happen. But like we talked about, how like the Cardinals could easily lose the Patriots. That's not that crazy, and they did. The Chiefs obviously are a better team than the Bucks, and they took care of business. We beat the Panthers, and now beat the Jags, and you're like right in it. And the Bucks don't look very good. Yeah. I- Honestly, the I Bucks love, and Jags are both like on a skin. I love our chances against Tampa. It sucks we're playing them on off of a bye week. Yeah, but, but they seem man, to have like they 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 don't like to run the ball very much, mm-hmm. and they don't run play action. They don't motion like that. Offense Arian is just not wants very to sling good. it, and I don't think he's got the quarterback. But to well, be well, he's not even calling plays. Yeah, Byron Leftwich is calling yeah. plays, and that dude calls a terrible game. I think we've got a good chance. What would worry me is after that is the just Bears drop game. the Bears and then the Saints. Like you could easily be like, oh my God, we did it. And then when you lose to the Bears and then you play the Saints and now you've dropped two games. But take, uh, take care of business against the Jaguars so that that box game is going to be fun as hell. Yep. Because they're on a bye. Like they are going to be seven and six going into that game. Yep. And we hopefully are six and six. Yep. They do. They'll be seven and five. They will be yep. seven. They'll and be five. seven and five. Yep, yep, that's correct. And we'll be six and six. Yep. Beat them. We're both seven and six, and we have the head-to-head tiebreaker. You can't really lose after that because they have the Falcons, Lions, Falcons to end the season. Oh, although the Falcons are a good bad team. 
They could beat the Bucs. Matt Ryan wants his uh, Super Bowl revenge. Keep Brady out of the playoffs. And there you go. So, after losing to the Cowboys, we came up with some scenarios where we, we said, you know, we got a shot here, and it all went right. So, And, you know, I know a lot of people, a lot of the older crowd is going, oh, I know my Vikings, you know, I've gone through this for 40 years, but, you know... Yet you act like we're crazy, but how crazy are we now that we're five and six? <laughs> five and six. Remember, fellas, you can't go ten and six unless you lose six games. It's been a pleasure.